Welcome back to Good Film Hunting. My name is Jack. I'm the host of the show where we talk about movies, TVs, comic books, and all things pop culture related. Today I'm doing something a little different. This is my second time recording solo. I also recorded solo to review Avatar The Way of Water right after I saw it. Jack C and Nate are currently watching Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania as we speak. Or Jack C is. Nate sees it tomorrow. But it's Thursday night. I am fresh out of the movie theater. And I wanted to talk about it the night of. That way, the Friday, people could listen to it, really decide. Plus, I go away for the weekend. And this is just a spoiler-free review. It'll be five to ten minutes long, I'm aiming for, so we'll see. And I'm just going to give some thoughts off the dome. And also, if I sound bad, I am still sick, so I apologize. But I thank you guys for listening to this little extra segment. And hopefully it's great. Hopefully it's okay. Just like how Nate Man of the Wasp was okay. Uh, <laughs> I went in with super low expectations. This is the lowest rated Marvel movie to date, or MCU movie to date. This is the lowest rated. My expectations before the ratings came out were never high. I was never super stoked for this. I was excited for Kang. I wasn't pumped for this movie in particular. Like The way I look at it is, would people be as hyped if Kang wasn't in it? Because to me, it's about the all-around movie, not just, oh my gosh, this villain's here, and this is the future. That being said, I'm not going to get crazy in-depth. This is spoiler-free. I just have some thoughts, I have some pros, I have some cons. We'll start with the pros. Um, as everyone has said, Kang is outstanding. Jonathan Majors is outstanding. Jonathan Majors is going to be in the two biggest movies of the first half of the year, a few weeks apart. Um, excuse me. He already looks like he's going to be amazing in Creed. And here, he solidifies himself as the best villain since Thanos. RIP to Christian Bale not getting a fair shot. This guy is not playing around. This guy is great. He nails the acting. He nails the intimidation. He nails the hopelessness. He nails the badass one-liners that every cold villain needs to have. There are going to be some crazy TikTok edits to his one-liners. He's great. He's everything you wanted. And to add on, Modoc's cool too. I, I enjoyed Modoc. I think he was the best for what they could have given him. I think Modoc was a very, very, very pleasant surprise. Speaking of surprises, my second pro is this surprised my expectations. Like I said, I went in with super low expectations and they, they surpassed them. This wasn't the best movie I've ever seen. It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. I gave it 3 out of 5 stars on Letterboxd and left a review over there. You can follow me. My username is Jack underscore Howard. This movie was, people were telling me was the worst thing that ever happened. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. No, it's not. There's, there's far worse. I've seen it from the other studios. I've seen it from this studio. I saw it in last July with Thor Love and Thunder. This movie is overhated, but it's not great. You know who is great? Janet as or Michelle Pfeiffer is Janet she is great and her moments on the screen her dynamic with Kang is the best part of the movie in terms of character development wise I really enjoyed them together whenever her or Jonathan Majors are on screen the scene's stolen and it feels like a real film and I really enjoyed that I enjoyed those two their interaction their history that's not spoiler at all I thought they killed it and finally the setup for the future is insane. We know Kang's here to stay. 
and the way he performs in this movie and in the post credit scenes will let you know that the MCU has a place they're going and it's clearly and it's defined. I never cared as much as other people about the direction as I did great individual projects because what is the direction if the you know it's about the journey not the end. We can't enjoy a big compilation Avengers if the movie's up to it or shit. But I think there's a clear direction that people will be happy about. And yeah. Now let's get to the cons in the movie about a con. Once again, Marvel tries to do a lot while doing nothing at all. I feel like the moral of the story is not knowing where they want to be. Do you want to be serious? Do you want to be humorous? If you want to be a fun movie like the first Ant-Man was, just go all out. Commit to the humor. Commit to that. Just just commit to it. Know your tone. You don't have to do everything to satisfy every single audience member. A movie should not be made to satisfy everyone who sees it. It should be made to satisfy a certain group of people and the vision that director wanted. And if you don't fit under that, fine. It's not your cup of tea. You know, Dark Knight isn't everyone's cup of tea. The Batman, it isn't. But they're both great, no matter what, and you, you can't deny that. So choose the tone you want with your movies and commit to it. I feel like this is another entry that doesn't commit to it, and it's disappointing. Guardians 3, it, it needs to be a hit because we're tired of hit and miss, hit and miss. Black Panther was great. Love of Thunder was awful. You know, it's we, we can't go back and forth, man. We can't. We can't. There's too much money in this franchise. And I'm going to go into that. Um, these Marvel Studios is the biggest studio on the planet right now in Hollywood. And they're the big thing in Hollywood. You know, comic books in general are huge right now. But Marvel Studios is the king. And I think they're getting a little complacent. After seeing Avatar, after re-watching The Mandalorian, another Disney Studio thing, there is no reason why movies with such big budgets and these amazing VFX teams should be in areas that don't look obtainable. The CGI is suspect a lot of the time. It's not the best movie ever. Go watch Avatar Way of Water. Go watch The Mandalorian. These scenes look obtainable. They look real and they the characters aren't just there. They're, it's The environment around them is part of their story. It's a part of the storytelling. It doesn't really feel like that. And also a con I have written down, William Jackson Harper should have been saved for a bigger role in another movie down the line. Maybe one with an F and a 4 in it. Unfortunately, he was not that. I was really hoping he would be. But he's, you know, he did not have that big of a role. And I'm sad that he is not my Reed Richards and that he is not something bigger because he's a crazy talented actor. And going on to the characters, I felt they were too shallow again. From a story and a franchise or a trilogy now, geez, that is built on the relationship of father daughter and trying to be a hero for your daughter in every aspect, even if that's just getting up and going to Baskin Robbins. To in this movie, not really caring that much. A couple lines, a couple moments, but I just didn't care as much. The family dynamic didn't work for me for any of any of the big five. There's characters in this movie that feel out of place and like they don't even need to be there. A lot of the emotional connection just does not work for me at all. I think every single emotional connection doesn't work besides one, maybe two scenes in lines. And so once again, I feel like Marvel played the big budget, high action, 
no really substance to it. And that like the action's cool. It's cool, you know, it's it's fun, but it's not an obtainable environment. I don't feel like I'm here. I don't feel and that might sound stupid, but you're in twenty twenty three, you have all this money, you have all these artists. You can make an environment that seems real, bro. It's not that, you know, it's not that hard. I coming from me who's never done it. I know how hard it is to make a film. I, I don't know how hard it is actually, so I, I can only judge so much. Art is subjective. In fact, if you go to watch this movie, watch it with your own review. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to anyone else. Art is subjective. Art is meant to be for a certain group of people. However, it can still objectively be judged in certain aspects. And I think objectively, it's this is the this is the epitome of what Marvel has become in a lot of areas where playing it safe for the large majority of people instead of making an art that's really gorgeous for a designated group. It's got me really excited for Guardians 3 because I'm ready for a change of pace in that and uh, directors and a group of people who make a film that is genuinely great art and not just a poster for the future. But overall, I thought Ant-Man of the Wasp Quantumania was fine. I thought it was overhated. I thought it was all right. A six to seven out of ten. I gave it three out of five stars on Letterboxd. Jack underscore Howard. Go follow me. And yeah, those are my thoughts on it. My spoiler free thoughts. You guys go check it out. Make your own opinions. My opinion doesn't mean anything. I'm just a grad student who talks in his free time when he should be doing homework. You guys go check it out. And we'll be back Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. We'll be dropping our spoiler review of Ant Man of the Lost Quantumania with the other two goobers. So. You guys have a great rest of your night. Have a great weekend and go check out Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania.